might get loud. It might light a fire within you. It's all hands on deck. Now, for your listening pleasure, 94.9 News Now presents Mean Chet Martin, the Long Island redneck Brian Bro, and fearless C.V. Burton. This is Freedom on Deck. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Freedom on Deck on 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Mean Chet Martin here with you. By my side, the fearless one himself, and trusty, by the way, C.V. Burton. When it comes to the battle that we face, it's not the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog. Thanks, Jack Posobiec, for that great quote. Great quote, and the bite, too. The dog has bite, and we have bite here on Freedom on Deck. So we're going to go into a lot of uh, tough topics today, for sure. Most of it about the uh, failed mission in Afghanistan. I wouldn't even call it a mission. It's a setup job by this administration. Uh, the failed treatment of our Gold Star families and the way that they were basically slapped in the mouth by this administration Uh, We're not doing too much on vaccines and COVID because I'm sick of that discussion. (laughs) It's one of those things where you just talk about it so much, CV, you almost get blue in the face and you finally say no more. Yeah, I I I definitely agree with not paying attention to false narratives to talk about things that the left want us to talk about. Yes, and that's what they do. Yep. And that's why we need to come together in a way that the left would, like kind of a uh, a reversal right there. We have too much infighting mm-hmm. with patriots. That's true, too. All right. So I wanted to talk a little bit about what's going on with Afghani refugees, and they're coming into the country right now. Uh, from what I see, there's already about 30,000 that are brought in. They're attempting to bring in what I'm hearing is close to 200,000, whether that's all going to come to the United States or not. Uh, I I don't think all of them will come to the United States, but certainly many of them will. They've been set up at our bases. Our military bases right now are dealing with that. And as you can assume, along with everything else, they're dealing with COVID. They're dealing with the idea of terrorism. They're dealing with children. They're dealing with military adult-aged males that are probably uh, lying just as as anyone else would, trying to pull the wool over our eyes. But two of the flagged Afghans right now that we discovered in this country have been written up for terrorist ties with the Taliban, but I, uh, I also see that they're worried about ISIS ties as well with these two individuals. They're flying one of them off to Kosovo, to get a better look into who this piece of garbage is. And the other one looks like he's going to Kosovo too. Sorry about that. I was uh, reading up on this. So <laughs> this is this is absolutely mind-numbing. Right now what we have going on, we have refugees coming in from one of the worst war-torn countries in the world which is a vacuum for terrorism. From what I'm seeing, we do not know who they are. And they're doing background checks. Now, this is the part that really ticks me off. 
under Barack Obama during his Syrian red line when he was importing all Muslims, by the way, no, no Christians, no, uh, nobody of a different faith into the United States when Syria was going through their issues. And he actually had, and I was surprised about this, he actually had an eight-month period where we checked into them. Not that that's really a good thing anyway, because none of them have papers. Well, the Biden administration, who is uh, being commanded by Barack Obama, in my uh, estimation, and CVs as well, looks like they cut that down to about a quarter of what they did back then in order to find some of these flagged individuals coming in. Mm -hmm. So... And CV, now we see, though, that there are actually uh, 100 Afghan evacuees that have been tied up into terrorism. This is, this is really off-putting, not only off-putting, disturbing for myself to read this, to see criticism coming from Angela Merkel against this administration tells you how bad this really is. My question... My number one question has always been, what records does a third world country like Afghanistan keep on individuals? Would it include whether an Afghan citizen believes terrorism is a legitimate form of warfare? And if he or she hates America or not, I seriously doubt it. So therefore, you cannot screen any of these people properly. And I know for a fact that Occasionally, certain Afghans who were considered allies to our troops attacked them when their backs were turned. There were many such cases of that. And when it comes to numbers, when they say how many they want to bring in, pay that no mind because that's just to warm us up to the idea. But what they want to do is bring in as many as they possibly can over the years. And I have good reason to believe that the Biden regime probably being led by Valerie Jarrett and Barack Obama, gave control of Afghanistan over to the Taliban for the express purpose of justifying refugee migration to our shores. And it's a very old tactic, favored highly by the Obama administration, and here it is back again, just in time for the 20th anniversary of 9-11. How sweet. And that's something we certainly will be talking about throughout the show. Um, there was a briefing held on Thursday with the State Department spokesperson by the name of Ned Price. He told reporters that anyone who traveled to America from Afghanistan during the evacuation process will undergo a rigorous vet. Yet he <laughs> refused. Yet he refused to provide details on what will be done with those who fail the vetting process. And here's his statement. Before anyone who is evacuated from Afghanistan comes to this country, they undergo a rigorous vet, Price told the reporters. Unless and until they complete that vet, they will not be in a position to come to the U.S. You know, this is the thing. You've got people jumping onto a plane and falling off the sides of the plane as it's leaving that airport as it's running, as these folks are running from the Taliban. And I know that not all the people th that are coming in are bad. So don't put words in my mouth. Yeah. But it, the last thing I'm thinking about, CV, 
before jumping onto the side of a plane because they're, they're terrorists after me is to bring my papers. So, exactly. you know, you, you, they, they don't have papers. And if they're terrorists, they really don't have papers. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is, okay, you have flagged terrorists that maybe you can find because of the, our intelligence communities, but they're better at finding Trump supporters than uh, than terrorists. And, and maybe you can actually flag some of these individuals like these two right now that are being sent off to Kosovo. But we don't have information on everyone that has evil in their heart. Exactly. And That's when, what I was saying, yeah. And, and when you're dealing with a war-torn country like Afghanistan, there's going to be more of that than right. you would get from anywhere else. Because you have kids coming in that have been taught to hate America. You have uh, women coming in that are taught to undermine America. And if they don't hate America, they're forced to do... They're forced to do so on the threat of violence. As a matter of fact, yesterday, CV, they were showing the uh, the border of Afghanistan, and there was a journalist out there filming everything that was going on. There were bombs going off. There were, uh, you know, l- low grade bombs, but there were a lot of uh, horrible things happening. Is what she was he was filming, and there's a, you could see this kid walking up. The kid's in all white. And he turns around with this camera, and when he turns around, all of a sudden you just hear, boom! Turns around, kid's not there anymore. He had a suicide vest on. This coming from, uh, from, actually the information's coming from the State Department, but but it was a 12-year-old boy. It was Uh, a 12-year-old boy. They they strapped a bomb on a 12-year-old boy, and his mission, what they found out was, was to try to kill that journalist. Mm-hmm. Because in Afghanistan right now, they don't want you to see what's really going on. Right. So one of their biggest things is take out all the journalists, and they have been doing that, and there are still thousands of Americans there that are waiting to be executed, and yeah. this administration owes everybody a big apology they should hit the brakes. We, we're going to end up going back in there, whether you liberals believe it or not. It's going to be a vacuum. There's going to be terrorism like you've never seen before. Uh, yeah. Women placed into slavery, children placed into slavery, and it's going to be on you. If you support this president, it's on you too. That's why I keep saying that we are in a new dark age because one of the telltale signs, well, two of the telltale signs of, the, of a dark age is politicized science and you can't question the politicized science, and two, the lack of value for life. And we already know that terrorists do not value human life whatsoever, but when you have this Biden regime, the Chinacrats, I call them, uh, they don't value human life at all because look what they did. They, They turned over Afghanistan to the Taliban, just so they can create a refugee crisis to bring in his flood America with as many Afghan uh, Afghanis as possible. And I also want to point out that, yes, the 19 hijackers of 9-11 were not from Afghanistan, but some were trained there and the plot was hatched in Afghanistan by Osama bin Laden, who happened to be from Saudi Arabia, but he based his terror operations in Afghanistan where he planned 9-11. And this Saturday coming up is the 20th anniversary of 9-11. You think they're not going to, you think the terrorists 
are not going to mark it, mark the occasion with some heinous attacks. Yeah, I think they will. I think they will. And um, also don't forget the the couple from San Bernardino that went on a shooting spree. They were also going to and from America into Afghanistan. So, you know, we don't do a good job on this, guys. We don't. And the sad part about it is, and we'll talk about this at the end of the show today, Trump had put an organization into effect that was checking up on all these bad guys. And guess what Joe Biden did a month before we ripped out of Afghanistan? Well, we'll tell you at the end of the show and provide you with the details. All the numbers and facts I gave you right there are right up on Fox News. If you want to look them up yourself, you can. We will be back with another topic here. It, it's really, really going in a bad way with military families, gold star parents. We're going to talk a little bit about Joe Biden's treatment of them right here on Freedom on Deck. Everybody know who we have coming up on the program after this segment. Paul Sutcliffe from Civilization Geot Awareness on the front lines with all that stuff. So that will be really good, and people should definitely tune in for him. And then at the end of the program, Eric Finman, creator of Freedom Phone. This is uh, not only a phone, it's all, all new hardware. So you don't have to use anything that comes from Apple or any of that kind of stuff. It doesn't It doesn't take away your apps. It lets you do what you want on this phone. It's hard for me to explain what this phone's all about, but what, what they're, they're calling it is the free speech phone. So, uh, so it's going to be interesting to hear from him. Third guest of the day actually <laughs> canceled with me last night because he forgot he had an, uh, another obligation, which is fine. All right, so I want to talk about a little bit of the reaction with Joe Biden and the Gold Star families. And keep in mind, I I am not reading this from one of our places. This is coming directly from CNN. Joe Biden was told to burn an owl following a supposedly scripted and shallow meeting in which families were agitated by a president who they say checked his watch and spoke more about his own dead son than the 13 troops killed last week in Afghanistan, which would be two weeks ago. The raw and emotional scene was described by Mark Schmitzer, father of 20-year-old Jared Schmitz. In the Washington Post, Mr. Schmitzer said he grew agitated as Mr. Biden appeared to check his watch and responded bluntly when asked to remember the men and women killed in cabal. I said, don't you ever forget that name. Don't you ever forget that face. Don't you ever forget the names of the other 12 and take some time to learn their stories, Mr. Schmitz told the president. Mr. Biden responded curtly and didn't like the comment. Mr. Schmitz told the Post and reportedly said, I do know their stories. Now, uh, from all the parents that were there, every single last one, I have quotes from every single last one. All you liberals out there telling me that we're being too hard on this ding dong. 
I know that he gets a he I know that he gets handed down what he's doing, but there's no excuse to behave that way in Dover when our people are being brought and they were killed because of you and they weren't warned and you treat these parents like that. He uh, another woman, I'm not going to get her uh, uh her name up for you here, said he rolled his eyes at her when she said we're not talking about your son. You know, that's a it's always been a cheap getaway for Joe Biden to. He has used Bo Biden's death to uh give him some sort of pass in politics, in decisions that he's made having to do with our military. This isn't the first he signed off on Benghazi, by the way, and lied on national TV. Yeah, he lied too. He said it was a video, just as Hillary did. And, and all these folks, they deserve comfort. And we have a president that won't even give them that, won't give them a scrap. And then everybody criticizes Donald Trump over something that never happened when he went overseas. And they said he had some unkind words. And, uh, you know, John Bolton, who's not a big fan of Donald J. Trump, actually came forward and said he never said that. And all the times that I've seen Donald yeah. Trump sit down with wounded veterans, sit down with, with little boys who lost their father, hugging them and comforting them, sings God Bless America with a Marine son who lost his father, a five-year-old little boy. Yeah. Joe Biden, you have blood on your hands and you're a disgrace. Yeah, and all those lies against Donald Trump to make him look bad could never be substantiated because they were all lies. They were. And uh, as far as Biden is concerned, all his critics are just dogged face pony soldiers or however he says it and <laughs> right dog faced pony He's soldiers. An idiot. and and the, the claim that biden checked his watch only after the ceremonies were over Untrue. is a blatant is a blatant lie because i can see from one photo alone that he and his wife and those standing around him in neat little rows looking forward all had their hands on their hearts that's called a ceremony. He has he has his hand on his heart while he's looking at his watch. Every time. That's ceremony. Yep. And, you know, uh, I'm not one for poll numbers because I always say that polls are for proles. Yeah, they are. But when the polls look this bad for the Biden regime, you have to say that this is only what they admit. Right. So they should be far worse. He's even in the negatives with Democrats. If this is like... His regime is like the Hindenburg in flames crashing into the dirt. Oh, the humanity. I'll tell you what. You're absolutely right. Those fact checkers tried to come out real quick and tried to cover up for Joe Biden. It didn't work. Even here in the CNN article, it says that they got it wrong. Actually, it says that every time a name was read, Joe Biden looked at his wristwatch. Now... Yeah. I understand the guy's not all there. He doesn't have his own facilities. This was an easy one. This is an easy layup. You treat them the way you would want to be treated. And if they're confrontational, you take it on the chin and you deal with it. Now, I understand I'm making these parallels between Trump and Biden. And, and Trump's a man and Biden is a shriveled up old prune. But the fact of the matter is... I think 
we would be in worse shape if he steps down. So I'm not calling for his impeachment right now. If you want to impeach him, impeach him. I don't want to see her get in. I certainly don't want to see uh, the second one, Nancy Pelosi, if our, if that uh, horrible vice president we had uh, was put in there. But this just shows you this administration's a wreck. It's a wreck. Yeah, and keep in mind that uh, George Bush Sr. lost an entire election simply because he looked at his watch during a debate with Clinton. Yeah. One time. One time. Just one time. And, th- <laughs> and, and this is— And it was only a debate with a, a reprobate. I'm seeing that the fact of the matter is that this man has not changed. He, he may have dementia now. That's about the only thing that's changed about Joe Biden. He's an arrogant, pompous fool. A very low brow, too, by the way. Uh, like when Lee has Colonel Rob Simmons. Colonel Rob Simmons, who served on the Senate floor with him, a con- congressional, rather, and met him many times, said he's the dumbest man he's ever met in Washington. That's it's his <laughs> words on Lee Elsie's show. And that's saying something. That's saying something, because you're in Washington, D.C. There's a lot of that going uh, around. So, um... <laughs> I would just urge everybody, if you see a veteran, know of a veteran's family, any gold stars, make sure you thank them and let them know that we're never going to let this happen again. Let them know that this is not going to turn into Vietnam, regardless that their child is now dead for no reason. And we'll be coming back with our first guest of the day after this, Paul Sutliff, Civilization Jihad. Don't go anywhere. Back to Freedom on Deck on 94.9 News Now and stimulating talk. Go to freedomondeck.com. Check out everything we have to offer for you over there. And, um, you know, we just appreciate all the traffic. It's been getting a lot of traffic over the last few months, picking up, and we try to keep it as fresh as possible. And CV does a fantastic job with that. On the line with us is one of our regular guests. He's been coming on with us for all six years of this program, hard to believe. He's acclaimed author, talk show host. He holds a bachelor arts degree in religion and philosophy from Wesleyan and a master's degree from Nazareth College of Rochester, Mr. Paul Sutliff. Paul, how are you, sir? Pretty good. It's good to have you back here. It's uh, quite a a few um, disturbing things we're going to talk about today, and we'll get right into that with you because you have a very unique perspective on all of this but i wanted to go back to your latest tweet i follow you on twitter and i absolutely agree with you wholeheartedly on your thoughts here and it reads where are the real hashtag journalists and hashtag analysts why can't they see that this hashtag bungled withdrawal was planned now i'm glad that someone else besides myself is making this point. Tell our listeners, Paul, what you think happened here and what the current administration is doing. Well, the first thing we need to look at to, to see some of the sanity in what I'm saying is is look at what the liberal media is saying. Now, CNN, MSNBC, uh, all these news stations identified as liberal 
are calling us a botched withdrawal, a bungled withdrawal. You know, they'll, they'll even use the word stupid. That's unusual. They're, they're so key. You can watch tons of, of news stations, and they're all saying, again, the same key things. Botched withdrawal. Okay, why are they trying to tell us it's a botched withdrawal? That's the stuff we need to look at. Well, you know, this is planned, and this is why I say it's planned. There was an organization set up by President Trump's uh, St Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo, and it's called the CCR, the Critical the Contingency and Crisis Response Bureau. This organization under the Secretary of State was set up for the purpose, and I'm just going to read off what Secretary of State Mike Pompeo said it was created for, okay. was tasked with providing aviation, logistics, medical support capabilities for the department's operations bureaus, thereby enhancing the secretary's ability to protect American citizens overseas in connection with overseas evacuations and the aftermath of a natural or man-made disaster. Now, they got rid of this in June. Now, that's two months before the withdrawal. Yeah. So the purpose, again, this is purposeful, intentful. And, you know, the guy who is actually behind part of this is actually was actually identified by Republicans when Biden put was trying to put him in, saying that this guy is dangerous. He will cause problems in, in our country. And the guy who actually took part in that, they're trying to condemn and blame. But again, he's doing what he's told is what I thoroughly believe, again, to create the situation. Now, this organization, I mean. You think about it, if you if this organization had been created to purposely deal with just the sort of problem presented by the withdrawal from Afghanistan. So if the CCR had not been removed, there would have been no bungled withdrawal. It would have been smooth. And we'd have to assume that only two months ago they didn't think they were going to be doing this, which is absolute bull. There's no way you plan something like this out, uh, you know, in a night. It doesn't happen like that. And I agree with you. There's, there's obviously okay, it gets, some red it gets flags. It gets even more better now when, I, when I'm talking about when I say this. The original operation plan was to have this done by May. Okay. Okay, that's, that's the thing to understand. So they, they passed the deadline. They realized, oh, we can't do this because this organization would have got them out. Okay, so now they got to get rid of the thing that was already – the problem was going to be solved. It was going to be smooth. So they go past the deadline, then they remove it. I gotcha. I gotcha. So, yep. Again, this is this is all planned. So this this is the thing that Trump's deadline was May. Right. So that's so they had they had if they had done this in May, everything would have gone smoothly. They couldn't have that. So they had to they instead of removing in May like they were planned, they had to get rid of this organization so they couldn't create allow the smoothness. And and let Americans sit. So, this whole purpose again is my my belief is this purpose is to bring tens of thousands of Biden created quote refugees, and I'll talk about that too, mm -hmm. um, to America. Now, these are I'm I'm saying tens of thousands of Muslims. Yes. Uh, um, I'm not talking about Christians. There are some Christians there, but tens of thousands of of now they have identified already some of these people who have come as terrorists. Um, August 24th at Al-Udaid Al Air Base in Qatar, 
Security screeners determined that at least one Afghan who was evacuated um, had, had potential ties to ISIS. And then they identified 100 out of the 7,000 by the 24th that had not passed a simple security screening. And they're saying that one was likely ISIS. In France by this point, an Afghan evacuee was under surveillance. Now, France, France is still a mess. France is so taken over by Muslims that they yeah. and by um, France migrants is, France that they're is afraid. Done. Yeah, they're done. Yeah. Now, this is the insanity. They identify this guy as having indirect links to Taliban, and they basically wanted to sentence him. Um, you know, having restrict, you know, restricting where he's going to go. So he evades the. Uh, surveillance. He he hides, you know, he gets away from the surveillance teams and stuff like this. So they try to arrest him. They tried to seek a a, a 10 month prison sentence, right? Yeah. Instead, they give him a suspended prison sentence. <laughs> Unreal. Suspended. Like, this is just. Yeah. So they, they let him go. Insane. Insane. I just. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe they don't have enough people that they can watch. They don't. They think he's lower on the priority scale. <laughs> well, I mean, gotta... you know, it, it, it's all too coincidental. I mean, that's you know, anybody that hears the facts that you're laying out could not come up with a a, a different uh, opinion here. I mean, you're telling me they got rid of this organization. That's why they went by. Once you put that organization into play and that it was put together by the Trump administration, and then they took the organization away, and now this happens, it's too, it's too coincidental, Paul. There's no yeah, way well, this wasn't planned. And again, th let's talk about what refugees are. You have to be outside your country, which Biden created by airlifting them. Mm -hmm. Okay, then you have to have a fear of returning for because of persecution. Now, if you are a Sharia lover and you want Sharia, and you leave your country, why would you want to leave if, if that's what the if, if that's what the Taliban puts in? Okay, so that would if you they want any one of them is claiming to be Muslim, mm -hmm. which means they want Sharia, then they should have no fear of returning. That's what I'm saying. Now, women, on the other hand, there's there's some exceptions to that rule. Women, I would say, have a, a true reason to fear persecution. Sure. Because, you know, even they were going, when they, when they took over certain towns, just like when ISIS did, they went and took the women out and used them uh, for for jihad, sexual sex jihad, basically. Yep. Which uh, I still can't find in the Quran, but there are justifications for this. Um, <laughs> but there's no justifications for using Muslim women this way that I can find in the Quran or Hadith. But again, um, this is this is what they're, again they're they're claiming to have a Sharia country. I, I that's what Muslims want. Okay. So again, anybody who who wants that, I mean, this is where the women have a, have a rightful fear of persecution. There is uh, another thing they have to think about. Uh, any woman or man who has been known in Afghanistan as a musician will be killed. Uh, the, I just saw on LinkedIn they had a picture of a woman who had made beautiful, beautiful artwork. Uh, they called it street art.
And in the pictures, she had a woman carrying a keyboard, right? Yeah. That woman, that artist would be killed, again, because instrumental music as a whole is banned under Sharia. All right, for, for drawing that art, yep. it's not the art that she did that was wrong. It's, it's, it's that she depicted a Muslim carrying a keyboard. She could be killed for that. And this is the kind of stuff that we're talking about. Um, and the Muslim women that she portrayed weren't covered. Their faces weren't entirely covered, uh, shrouded, I should say. Um, it's so a, this such is such a backwards thing. throwback religion. It's, it, uh, I mean, and I don't, you know, I don't. It's, I don't even want to get into all that. Why? Listen, with with that going on right now, what is the purpose of the media and journalists saying all of a sudden that the Taliban are the good guys? What's what's going on with that, Paul? Oh, they have to justify giving them millions of dollars. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I know. We gave them hel- is Blackhawk helicopters. Yeah. Well, they've given them. Oh, they have to be nice guys because you know they're claiming that the United States, you know, the the citizens of the United States should have gun gun control. This is what T- uh, Tucker Carlson is talking about. You know, and, and that he gives billions of dollars, billions of dollars of military hardware. And won't take it back. I mean, you don't leave guns for your enemy. The whole thing here is that this was an arranged um, act of surrender rather than a withdrawal of our troops after a war. Um, And he sent his CIA director over there to finalize terms of surrender. That's the stuff that's not being talked about. Um, And that's sad because any journalist worth his salt, any researcher analyst with with any uh ability to use their brain should have recognized these things and here what am what am i i'm a retired social studies teacher all right i'm i'm a person with a graduate certificate in intelligence analysis um i've been writing on a topic of civilization jihad for close to 10 years now yes you have when i see so what's how can people not see this? And I'm laughing because it's only a few people who are seeing this. I had a former Army intelligence officer on my show last week, and he, he, he and I agree with us. And you know, I found someone else finally was agreeing with me. I was like, okay, now, you know, put that out. Um, be, but part of that is, agree. and we have Paul Sutliff on the part of that is, Paul, uh, you know, they shut voices down like yourselves or, or us or anybody that pushes back against what's what's really going on and shines a light on it, you know, and that's all due to uh, basically mainstream media and social media and the shadow banning of conservatives. I think there, there probably are more than me and you think. We just don't see it. It is exactly. I, I, am, I have been shadow banned on Twitter for quite a long time, so I very rarely use that. But uh, it's... I mean, I tried creating another account, and they figured out who I was, so I'm back to being shadow banned. <laughs> and you know, and you, and I mean, listen, you're a smart guy. You're well spoken. You don't call for violence on anyone or anything like that. And that's just—it's sad to see what's happening in this country right now, and it's sad to see that there are a lot of people out there that don't care about the answers. That's what really bothers me. Yes. Uh, and, and it's their freedom that's being stolen. That's that is the underlying thing here. That's not that people aren't recognizing. Um, locally, I'm 
I'm, I stand up against the taking of freedoms with this insane um, – I live in Libland, New York, and Libland, New York is all about they, – they, the former governor, uh, touchy-feely guy Cuomo, mm-hmm. was uh, – he was all about creating uh, vaccine passports. The problem is – the truth of the matter is you can't have a vaccine passport when there's no vaccine. Um, these are gene therapies. And here's the other thing to think about. I know it's off topic, but things we should be scared about. Pfizer and Moderna have just wiped their sites. They have just cleaned off their sites. They no longer have the, the you know, if when you used to talk about, when you used to type in um, vaccine, it would take you to a, a page on their site that said gene therapy, and it described what they they had created. Gene therapy is now wiped from their site. It's now vaccine. And that was one of the things that I was talking about for months and months, how Pfizer and Moderna called it gene therapy. They have gone through. So, again, where are the analysts? Where are the reporters who should be noticing this change? And this is this is what we have to look at is is there's a propaganda mill out there. Their purpose is to misinform the public. And people like myself and you, unfortunately, are tasked with reporting the truth. And, you know, we're not making a I, – I make nothing doing this. I make nothing. <laughs> I make nothing. I get harassed, though. <laughs> it's, it's sad. I mean, you pay people to do this work, and they report – propaganda they make stuff up they they give this the the story of the government rather than reporting the truth and this is the stuff we have to be fearful of and and you know what you know what paul and i think a lot of other people and our listeners understand this uh being from a military family uh, my family bled for this country so i'll be damned if i'm going to go down without a fight if you're going to come at me you're going to try to take america away from us i'm going to bleed for it bottom line and I, you know, I hate to say it that way, but it's just the, it's the way it is. It's exact. We have to be willing to stand up. Locally, we have uh, protests going every week, almost you know, two or three times a week locally in, in Monroe County, uh, New York. Yeah. Um, we have uh, one of the large, one of the most important hospitals in the country here. Uh, it's also, it's known as Strong Memorial Hospital or the University of Rochester, where they have given out pink slips to any um, any staff in the hospital who are not quote vaccinated or gene th- or receive gene therapy, I think I think what people like yourself and me have to continue to do to remind people is to remove that word vaccination and just keep talking about gene therapy. But um, I want to go back. I'm <laughs> sorry for going so far. We are topic, but- Paul. We got one more minute, man. So uh, I'm probably gonna have to cut you off. But listen. Yeah. Let's continue. Will you come on this coming week as well? Because I wanted to get sure. to the Hijra and we'll we'll do that next Sunday. Is that cool with you? That works. That works. Yeah, yeah. The, the Hijra is something that actually, I know that's what we need to talk about. So <laughs> let's let's do that next Sunday. So everybody, all the listeners out there, Paul Sutcliffe will be back on with us next Sunday. We're going to talk about a lot of uh, other good things. And I hate to leave you off there, Paul, but they uh they harass me. If I, if I don't get the interview done in time, I get harassed. So, All right. so I appreciate your time today, and we'll get you back on this coming Sunday. Thank you. Thank you very much, Paul. Everybody, that was Paul Sutliff, and um, he's just a fantastic guy, very smart. 
obviously uh, an, an expert in Islam, an expert in religion, philosophy, all those good things, a great journalist, and we appreciate him coming on with us. Don't go anywhere. We have a lot more show to go here. Freedom on Deck on 949 Back to Freedom on Deck, 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. After this little uh, doohickey of a segment, we've got Eric Finman, creator of Freedom Phone. I, uh, I uh, am excited to hear about this. I'm, I might have to get one. I don't know just yet, but if you want to hear about the Freedom Phone, stick around. We're going to be discussing your free speech being denied by the powers that be and how that can... Be put in reverse. All right, so I'm sure everybody's heard about this one already. An anonymous official in President Joe Biden's administration expressed embarrassment that the United States left behind Americans in Afghanistan as the 20-year-old war concluded. Here's his statement. I am absolutely appalled and literally horrified we left Americans there. The official told Politico. Politico, guys. There is continuing dissent from within Biden's administration after he withdrew troops in Cabal on the 31st of August and declared a successful evacuation mission. That's worse, uh, that's worse than Bush saying mission accomplished. But the official argued that Biden and his administration had failed. It was a hostage re- rescues of thousands of America in the guise of a non-combat evacuation operation, and we failed. No fail mission, we failed that, the official said. The Biden administration contends, continues to defy critics on the decision to withdraw from Afghanistan before all Americans were safely evacuated. Another thing that the official, official uh, sh- showed bad regard was towards the fact that we left America's in, Americans in Afghanistan. Sorry, I don't know what, what's wrong with my mouth right now but it's uh it's having a difficult time uh you know here's the deal there are a lot of the left coming out and saying it's an anonymous source now first of all don't go there don't go with it's an anonymous source oh yeah especially when they don't and i don't and i don't need to tell you why don't go there because anytime anonymous sources came out against donald j trump you, you ate it up, you spread it around, you lied as much as possible, so don't go there. Second of all, this is coming from Politico, and Politico is about as left as you can get. Mm-hmm. So, and that's the reason I said, Politico, guys, make sure that you know where this is coming from. If you're a liberal out there and you're listening, go to Politico and read it for yourself. CV, bad, bad job here. Yep, and when Jen Psaki whose name I can only remember by doing this little trick. Do you want gin or do you want sake? Gin sake. Gin sake. Anyway. Sake bomb. Sake bomb. <laughs> when she was asked if Biden ever admitted among, you know, behind the scenes that he that this was a mistake, she said, you can spend a lot of time looking in the rearview mirror. What, what our focus now is on is moving forward 
our diplomatic effort. And when she says diplomatic effort, what she really means is relocating hundreds of thousands of Afghanis to our nation. You know, yes. to the to the America they love to hate, which I submit to our listening audience is the whole reason the Biden regime surrendered to the Taliban in the first place. And we still have Americans over there. Yeah. If they're not hostages, if, if they're still, hostages. Yeah, yeah. If they're still breathing, that's the, yeah, right. that's the thing. I mean, the fact of the matter is this was carried out horribly. And we don't know and what stop- the heck is going on over there because we, you cannot find any video. It is so hard to find video of things the left are embarrassed about on the internet because the, the left have so, uh, you know manipulated, have so, uh, how do you say? Twisted it. They, they lie. They take it over the, the whole internet is what I'm trying to say. And, it, and there's a lot of good places where you can go and you can check out what's really going on. I urge everybody to go look at last week's 60 Minutes, and I got to give that journalist a lot of credit. You'll know what I'm talking about if you go there and check it out and see just how much the Biden administration has dropped the ball on this. And stop telling me that the Taliban are the good guys, because I'm not buying it, <laughs> and neither is anybody else. But CV, we got Eric uh, Finman coming on, creator of Freedom Phone, next, and then we'll wrap the show up after that right here, 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. What did I do? Deck 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Fox News Radio, our spotlight guest, is known for becoming the first known Bitcoin millionaire and the creator of the Freedom Phone, giving new hope to free speech. His name's Eric Finman. Eric, listen, thanks a lot for coming on with us uh, on this weekend. We appreciate it. Uh, Let's hear a little bit about Freedom Phone. What's it all about? Hey, yeah, my pleasure. Thank you for that very nice introduction. Um, yeah, so basically with Freedom Phone, um, I wanted to, uh, you know, you see what happened to Parler. It doesn't like, like uh, if you if you create, you know, your own app, you know, to try to get out of all these Facebook, Twitter, crazy social media bans. Yeah. I'm trying to suppress free speech. They say, oh, well, create your own Twitter, create your own Facebook. And then they ban those apps, you know, and then they say, well, tough luck. Because our so. show, our show did parlor, but recently we took it off because it, um, it's failing. It's not doing well, and um, they don't have the app to really uh, stand up with it. What you guys do though is the hardware. Tell us about the hardware. Yeah, so we we built our own phone. Um, yep, called the Freedom Phone. Has a great camera, uh, uh, a lot of great, a lot of big storage, and uh, and everything. But yeah, I'd say the main thing on our phone that is really uh, uh, the 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 jewel of it is our app store, which has all the normal apps your normal phone has on it, but plus banned ones as well. And we don't just put just banned ones on there. We feature uh, free speech focus apps right on the homepage, and a lot of it is. Uh, you know, a, a lot of the app store stuff, like it, it's sometimes people don't know how much 
app stores ban people. I was helping someone just submit an app for a very big right-wing conservative publication. They were launching an app. I was building it for them just pro bono and all that, and we're, we're going to preload on the Freedom Phone. I submitted their app to the normal app store for them, and they said, well, we're, we're not allowing your app on here due to COVID misinformation or whatever, you know, even though it was just like quoting somebody else, you know, and it was totally fine. But that's the thing is, is a lot of these apps, you know, there's the famous ones that have just gotten banned, but a lot of these apps you're not realizing are, are, are not even allowed on the app store in the first place. It's terrible. And that's why I wanted to fix with the Freedom Phone and it's, you know, uncancelable app store. We have Eric from an online creator of Freedom Phone. Go check it out. Now, the Freedom Phone does have the app, uh, and people worry about stuff like that. For conservatives, um, is is the app something that they go and they get through the Apple Store? How do they do it, and how do you make it so um, you know they don't get pushed off of any of the desired sites or wherever, wherever they're looking for their information? How, how does that all work? Yeah, so um, yeah, on our on our phone, uh, we have the App Store, and you can just go in and search things you want to download, and you know you're you're not you're not stopped from from downloading them on our phone. Oh, so know, it's the that. so the phone takes the apps without without the interference. Yeah, basically. yeah. So we so wow, we okay. don't we don't we're not using the Apple App Store. We're not using the Google Play App Store. We're using our own App Store. So that way, it's it's top to bottom ours. And uh, so it's really cool. And that way, you know, you don't, you're, you're not, you're not, you're not getting your, your, your information messed with. And, you know, if you buy a phone, you should be able to choose what you want to download to it. Absolutely. And this is something we talked about probably a, a few years back when um, uh, one of our uh, great guests was talking about, he had set up an app and he, he wasn't getting a lot of tr uh, traffic. And I, I said, well, that's because they cornered the market. You have these servers that don't allow you uh, to look up certain sites without diverting you somewhere else. So you guys get rid of all that. Um, mm -hmm. how, how, how is it working right now? Are you getting a lot of traffic? Are people really getting into this? Or is this uh, picking up steam? I mean, we launched a month ago, and we've already done millions of dollars in sales and all that. It was crazy. I mean, wow. in the first couple of weeks of our original launch, I mean, you know, it's a good problem to have, you know, in the sense we, we had to scale a lot quicker than we thought, you know. Oh, yeah. Know, for new orders, we're, we're honestly, we're backordered. We've just been, and people are still buying them and all of that. And then uh, it's it's uh, it's been amazing. Yeah, I mean, we've sold many millions of dollars so far worth of these. People are getting these, like, hotcakes um, and all that. I mean, it's, you know, and I'm not just saying that. It's like, that you know biased person a couple like it's very legitimate you know we've i've had to work my butt off to scale to meet this demand um but yeah i mean it was just we got so many emails saying like thank you so much you know for fighting for this you know like again you said my background you know i, I was actually well liked in silicon valley before before the launch <laughs> of this phone you know and then i kissed that goodbye and i i knew that was coming but it was like you know if 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 we don't have our own hardware, you could have the best free speech software in the world, free, free speech news site apps in the world. But if you don't have your own hardware, you know, to be able to download it on, that's a total vulnerability that they can get you on. And and then they have. They proved that with Parler. You know, you see that the Biden administration, they're pressuring the phone companies to, you know, filter out misinformation. You know, Edward Snowden just put out a blog post about how Apple is now looking in, in your photos, your private photos now. Um, and it's just like it's 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 terrible. And, you know, when each of these things, these kind of these horrible stuff going on with phone companies 
companies getting, I mean, you see with, uh, you know, recently, you know, Pelosi is pressuring, you know, Verizon to release text messages between Trump's family. You know, you think that your, your messages between your family should be private, but they're not, you know, but not, but not her, not her messages though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Her messages. (laughs) They don't want to know anything about that. You know, but this is, uh, I think it's so refreshing when I read up on your background and, and the fact that you started this really with an idea and turned it into something really great. And I think you're going to have great success because there are so many of our listeners that I know just from the area of Long Island, Connecticut and Rhode Island that ask, how do we fix this problem? You got to build a better mousetrap. And what you said in the beginning is true. They tell you, make something better, get your own app. But that doesn't work because of all the cornered market of Google. Now, with what you Mm -hmm. guys are doing... Have you been getting any negative feedback when it comes to uh, more like like Google or any of these other uh, uh, browsers, or is this just something uh, that's catching fire now? And do you expect anything like that coming your way? I mean, yeah. I mean, we've had payment processors try to take us down. I mean, we've had, uh, uh, you know, which is, I mean, they've, they've tried to hit us at all angles, you know, um, we've had payment processors try to take us down. We've had, you know, endless left-wing hit pieces and all that. And it's, it's honestly funny just reading stuff like, uh, 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 written about you. Cause it's like, you know, the truth, but then it's like, Oh, wow. Like, you know, there was one, I mean, it's just, it, there's, these articles are so inaccurate and all that and it's almost humorous because it's like you're reading about yourself and it's just like you know i saw an article came out about me two days ago and i was like oh i'm doing that oh right i didn't even know i was doing that you know well that's what that's what they have with the advantage they have everything i mean they just Mm -hmm. they they control everything and i i think i saw this happen years ago when barack obama first ran and they're really plugging and advertising him on facebook and the conservatives, and, and I don't know where you align yourself politically. I know that you're free speech, so that doesn't matter where you align politically. Well, I, I, I'm conservative top to bottom. So, okay, great. You know. So they cornered the market on all that, though. We were very late to that game. Uh, and I think that was one of the refreshing things about Donald Trump when he came along. Uh, he, he used that in order to get elected, too. And something like this, something like Freedom Phone is going to make it easier for me and everybody else to uh, kind of have our own network and put out the message that we want to deliver. Was that the idea? Is that why you first started this? You saw that people's free speech was being quelched. Is that what did this for you? Yeah, I mean, that's that's probably my number one issue in everything um, and all that. Like, like truly, like it's, it's uh, you know, I feel like uh, as a, you know, when I was a child, I was always... I guess, pushing boundaries on what you can say. And I think, you know, that is something that is so quintessentially American to be able to say what you want and, you know, not be free from consequences, but, but to be yourself and to say what you want and to have your own voice. And that is something that is so beautifully and quintessentially American. And they're trying to take that away from us, you know, like, uh, oh, sorry, I had Siri on my, uh, uh, I have like a test uh, uh, device and all of that. Uh-huh. And it's like, you know, and all that for, for testing out the competition. Cause we want to be better than all this stuff. So anyways, but yeah, I mean, it's so quintessentially American. They're trying to take that away from us. It's terrible. It is terrible. And we've all dealt with it for a number of years. I started to throw my hands up in the air. Uh, you know, my, even just to go to social media, 
they took our they took our show off of YouTube. Uh, wow. they, they also they completely took me off of Facebook, but I'm back on there with it. And that's kind of something I keep uh, on the DL. But it's coming to the point. Uh, my co-host just totally left uh, Facebook, and it's a lot of people are doing that. Do you think that you're going to be a pioneer of um, the conservative network where people like or folks like Parler can gravitate towards an idea of something like Freedom Phone? Yeah, I mean, I hope so. I mean, I'm trying my best to do that, you know, like truly like it's like I want to be able to I mean, I want to be, you know, having our own hardware allows us to do so many things. You know, again, I'm preloading, you know, we prelude it preload you know fox on here we preload you know newsmax onn uh you know telegram rumble we're promoting these projects and 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 being a platform to promote others um and kind of have a servant mindset in that way um and all that so i mean it's just yeah i mean i hope that this is a hub for for everything because you know your phone you carry around with you everywhere it's just a hub for so many things and you know we want to put out push notifications and not just push notifications but gps directions right on your lock screen for when it's time to go vote and all that right to to your nearest polling station i mean we want to do so many of these things and and really make this a tool you know for the movement and and for free and you know for the free speech movement so eric finman's on creator of a freedom phone you know uh when trying to book you when i saw your profile i just said i had to get you on because i was so uh, Mm. happy to see that someone was doing this because we've been talking about this for a very long time and um it's important that that you are able to spread the word about Freedom Phone because um, this can only make things better for us. And, uh, and I'm sure you're going to hit some bumps there because if you're a conservative, that's what happens. But what are you doing to uh, attract people from switching over and, and coming to Freedom Phone? Uh, I mean, I, I honestly, I mean, the Biden administration has done a lot of my marketing work and all that with with what with what they've been saying about, <laughs> yeah, you know, that's I true. Mean, it's terrible. It's and, true. Like, 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 uh, you know, going after, you know, the Trump family and, and having the phone companies share their text messages. I mean, you know, saying that we're trying to, you know, we're pressuring the phone companies to prevent the spread of misinformation, you know, between text messages. So when you're texting your grandma, you know, they're going to be like, hey. You know, you're not allowed to say that, you know, I mean, it's just I mean, honestly, I mean, the Biden administration has been doing a lot of work for me and all that for marketing work. And, you know, I I, I wish it wasn't the case. I wish this phone didn't need to exist in a way. I wish it would just be normal. You know, you have normal phones come out and and you get your favorite phone and, you know, you're not trying to filter what you say and what you what apps you download. I mean, you see with Fortnite, you know, which is not even a political app, but they just don't pay up enough of a cut to apple so apple banned them off the app store governments yeah. all across the world not just the u.s um are saying hey apple if you want to do business here you got to ban these apps we don't like them and all that and apple complies and all that rather than choosing using their like you know 200 billion dollar war chest to fight it yeah, you know? be- I mean, yeah well they because they get a pass on everything including taxes so i mean yep, you know they don't exactly. care they don't have anybody to answer to and that's yep. um. This is going to be interesting to follow you and see what's going on here. I want to learn more about it. I'm sure our listeners want to learn more about it. What do they do to? F- where do they go to find out everything they need to know about Freedom Phone? Go to uh, freedomphone.com. Freedomphone.com. And it's all available. They can order if they want to. 
Yep, they can order when you want to. We have a pretty large back order, so you know, be forewarned and we put that warning on the website. We again like the amount of demand that we've dealt with has just yeah. been I've had to expand our customer support team like crazy for everybody's questions and, and everything. And I've you know, we've just been hiring like crazy, we've been expanding our office like crazy. I mean it's just like you know, I it's gen Compe genuinely uh, competitive great, so. competitive prices pretty good. Yep, yep, yep. So, exactly. So, feel free to just check out freedomphone.com. You'll see the price and everything. And, yeah, check it out. Eric Finman, creator of Freedom Phone. Eric, I wish you the best of luck. I'm really happy to see you're doing what you're doing. And um, I'll get you back on ASAP. I want to see how everything goes and how Freedom Phone turns out. And uh, you keep just doing what you're doing. We need this. Great. Well, thank you so much. Thanks a lot, Eric. Everybody, that was Eric Finman. Go check it out. Freedomphone.com. I'll post the link and everything up on Freedom on Deck as well and any of our uh, our media posts out there. I'll put it there, too. Don't go anywhere. We have a lot more show to go here. 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk, Fox News Radio. You've got this strange effect on me And I like it Freedom on Deck 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Before we get into this next topic of discussion, it's fair to, to say that next week is a big one for us. It's six years on the radio. You know, I always feel funny doing the anniversary shows because right now at this point, it's like, well, okay, but you're celebrating that you made it one more year. Uh, are you expecting to get the show canceled? And that's not why I do it. I do it because I like to do it. I get to bring Lee on every year to do it with us, and he's the one that put the show on the air. And usually I get a couple other guests that are really in line with WJJF more so than national guests. So it's just something that we enjoy to do. Six years on the radio. CV, I believe this is your probably fourth, four, fourth year for you. Yeah. And um, it's it's just a way to give back and to have the guys on that we celebrate. So for, you know, Lee Elsie, we're also going to have Rocky on and yeah. I, I'm figuring out a third guest for it too. But next year, six years on the air for FOD and I love doing it. So I'm not going to apologize. We, for and it. we really miss uh, Xander Gibb who passed yes. away this, this year. Yeah. And we'll be doing something for Xander, obviously. All right. Um, and I know his head would be spinning right now. It probably is. Today's conspiracy theories are tomorrow's realities. I'm reading this out of the New American Magazine. So there's a new report from the World Health Organization calling for the worldwide transition to digital certification of vaccine status with implementation strategies for member states. The WHO labels the implement strategies interim guidance for combat combating COVID and to capture vaccination status to protect against other diseases. The report is funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the Rockefeller Foundation, and the Government of Estonia Foundation, Botnar, and the state of Kuwait. That's fantastic. So, so here's the deal, man. We were talking about this last year, 
just so everybody understands, we were mocked. We were called conspiracy theorists by the left. But now, instead of the left CV saying we're conspiracy theorists, they've uh, given this open arms and won it instituted. It's funny how that always works with them. They always switch tactic when the storyline changes to their narrative, CV. I know. I, I'm a big picture kind of guy, uh, and I keep coming back to why are the officials in government doing this? And I think it's to purge conservatives by marking them and isolating them. And I, I want to point out that I, you know, I, I was supposed to go to Venice with my wife and two sons, and yeah. I was trying to de- I was trying to decide whether I wanted to go or not. Yeah. And I had to, I had to decide. They went ahead and bought tickets, but I, I had a dream that I I was I went into a building and I couldn't get and they wouldn't let me out of the building. And so when I woke up, I'm like, I don't want to put myself in a precarious situation where other people are in control of me. Yeah. So I, I opted out of buying tickets to Venice. And uh, that was a few months ago. You know, I didn't trust the airlines and I didn't trust all the edicts, you know, because they keep changing the policies. Well, guess what? Their flights were canceled the other day. Now they have now they're scrambling how to get them how to get their money back. Oh, see, you uh, you did the right thing. You know, the, the, and we've said this countless times to our listeners, if you want the vaccine, go and get it. I don't care if you want to uh, inject maple syrup into your veins. I don't care if you want to eat dog crap. I don't care if, if you want to sleep in the nude, uh, you know, these are, these are <laughs> things that I shouldn't know. And by the way, the Hippocratic oath for all you doctors that are, uh, walking out of hospitals and walking out on some of the nurses that treated all of this for over a year that haven't gotten the vaccine and said they don't want to, they're not sick. I'm, I've seen, you know, countless stories about nurses that treated people with COVID that still haven't gotten the vaccine and they're doing quite fine. It's the scare tactic of saying there's a new strain coming. You need to get a booster. Then there's going to be another strain coming. The, the, one, the one we were talking about last week now, oh, there's going to be a new strain that you can't treat with a vaccine. Now, why yeah. the hell would I want to get a vaccine when I'm getting that information? And it wasn't from a right-wing site either. This was through ABC. So anytime yeah. they say something like that, you know they're getting themselves ready so they can cover their own asses. It's not yeah. for any other reason, CV. Think about boosters like this. Boosters are about an organization updating your metabolism like Microsoft updates your Windows on your computers. That's a good comparison. I don't know why you would trust your body over to the government. It's beyond insane. And Dr. Malone, he's he invented the Moderna vaccine. He yeah, said he that he said that vaccines work only as well as our own natural immunity. And and the ones that are the ones that are uh, dying from the vaccines, you know, because they have certain proclivities in their metabolisms that that, mm-hmm. that doesn't gel well with them, and they're dying from it. Guess what? They, they're calling that COVID deaths. They're not saying it's from the vaccine. I know, and you know what? That's the sad part of it all. And if you bring up these truths, they just yell at you and tell you you're wrong. 
and um, it's it's really sad. Listen, we were gonna have a third guest instead. We're gonna rock and roll with a few more topics, two more segments to go with you guys, and then we're out of here. Don't go anywhere. Freedom on deck, ninety four nine news now, and stimulating talk. News now and stimulating talk. CV, former Kansas attorney General Phil Klein said Wednesday that Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg gave a large sum of money to nonprofit groups that ultimately used the cash to dictate how states run their elections. Klein told America this week host Eric Boiling that Zuckerberg provided hundreds of millions of dollars to a nonprofit group that paid for voting machines. An election judge is Klein, a Republican and president of Amistad Journey, said that the money overwhelmingly helped Democrats turn out voters in urban areas at the expense of Republican votes in rural areas of the country where Donald J. Trump draws support. And not only that, the machines we also know are, are in, in a way rigged themselves to switch the votes over. But this is where all their money comes from. It comes from dirtbags like Zuckerberg and the rest of Silicon Valley that are making sure that their preferred elected leader is your president. And it's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I heard very early on before November 2020 that Zuckerberg dished out like over five hundred million dollars for these drop boxes, but only in key swing states. And. Now we have John Fredericks, who said on the uh, on War Room recently that the investigators now have video of 240 leftist operatives in Georgia alone dumping thousands of ballots from backpacks into drop boxes in the middle of the night. And we already have the video from Fulton County at the State Farm Arena of after they sent everybody home saying oh we're not going to we're not going to count any more votes everybody go home in the middle of the night cuz trump is uh 500,000 votes ahead of biden but we're not we're going to stop counting because of a urinal overflowed in the bathroom and so everybody has to go home and then after all the republicans and and all the other witnesses went home like a handful like five or six people started pulling ballots out from under the table uh, suitcases full of ballots and started processing them and and triple scanning them into the machines and there's videotape of that as well so uh, when this other videotape comes out it's going to be all hell is going to break loose I've heard um, there's some talking Ed some on uh, this station no none of the hosts so I'm not I'm not saying this about any of the hosts on on 94.9, but talking uh, politicians or, you know, just just guests in general that have said countless times that Trump lost because of his unpopularity or the fact that people didn't like, well, just let me, let me finish my thought. Sorry. For his, uh, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I love you, man. 
listen because um because of his unpopularity they didn't like the tone they didn't like the rhetoric they didn't like this they didn't like that and that's why biden see and i have to call in and i have to refresh everybody's memory that donald trump received 16 million more votes than he did in 2016 that's a very high number for an incumbent president especially with the media heads all after the guy. He got 16 million more votes. And does everybody want to guess why? Well, look at what's happening right now. Uh, and we were, our economy was doing well. It, it took a little bit of a beating from COVID. He had gotten some of the vaccines out. Economy's doing well. ISIS were on their ass. The Middle East was doing better than it is right now. That's for sure. The bottom line is Americans want results. They don't care. Most of them, most of America, rural America, don't care about tweets. They don't care about that. They don't care that he, that he's a little mean. You know what? We need a little mean. We need a little mean right now. And and the results from Donald Trump's four years were great. They were great. Jobs, unemployment, all the numbers that should go the way that that they did. Everybody should have celebrated that. And, you know, even my boss, who's got a small business out on the eastern Long Island, he was upset when Trump lost because he said, man, we, we took a beating with Obama. I feel it's going to be even worse this time. And he was right. So before you make that assumption, and even beyond looking at all the, uh, all the cheating that the Democrats did, ask yourself, how an incumbent president can get 16 million more votes and lose. It doesn't happen. There are all kinds of stats that show that Trump won the November 3rd election. Uh, he won all the bellwether states and counties, every single one of them. I want an audit of every state in the United States. Every audit, I mean, every state should get a forensic audit like they're doing in Arizona. Which, by the way, they're, they're supposed to be coming out with another report on Arizona, which is going, going to be pretty scathing to the left. And eventually we're going to get to the bottom of it because the truth cannot be kept down. It just cannot. I think we've, and you know what, CV, I think we've seen enough that we know they cheated in all those uh, swing states, all the states in question that night of the election. That He led every one of them. I know. You go to bed and he lost them all. Come on, guys. I don't want to. I mean, uh, even. Go ahead. Sorry. Even for the left, but even for the leftist CV, even for uh, for Democrat, do you really want your elections to be decided like this? And listen, if Biden had won, and he had, if if he had won fair and square, me myself, CV, and Brian wouldn't we wouldn't be telling you it's not fair. We'd say, well, he won. I mean, that's just the way it would would have been. But they cheated, and you know they cheated. I just want to send a message out to all the sarapuses who call themselves conservatives, who uh always exaggerate Trump's faults and always say, oh, he's imperfect, but he was pretty good. I mean, his policies were good, but he was imperfect. And I could have done, but he picked, he picked rhinos all the time as if he could read minds. I want to just say, if you, if you were running the United States of America, if you were the president of the United States, do you think you could have done better than Trump did in the four years he, he was in office where he turned the country around after Obama practically destroyed it, you know, uh, oh, yeah, Willing, the, willingly, yeah, willingly, oh, it was the slowest recovery under Obama. That's that's being kind. 
He put salt in the wound. He, there wasn't a recovery. He made things worse. I hate that expression. Slow there recovery. There was no recovery under Obama. He made things worse. And if you, you look at all the candidates who were running for, for president in 2016. None of them could get out of the get out of the gate. And Trump trounced every single one of them. For the, then nobody for nobody would have won against Hillary. The the 2016 elections were rigged. For that, and the he reason, still won. On all the things that you said are absolutely true. But I had I had brought up the uh, rhinos that were in, and I didn't bring it up to uh, put Trump down. I brought it up because I knew they were going to screw him. Yeah, that's why. So it is important that we know that if you put a dirt bag into the administration, he was they were going to hurt you. I mean that, and it, and it did happen. It's very but hard to navigate. It doesn't matter though. It's but it doesn't matter because he won. Right. But when you when you're in office in Washington D.C., you have to navigate the I know. The, the 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 choppy waters of of polit of, of of the political atmosphere of in Washington D.C. You have all these people advising you. You cannot read minds. You you peop, you have people it's, saying that they're loyal to you and they're not. And then, Listen, then you it's, find it's out that they're, they're rhinos after the fact, and then people say, "Why does he pick rhinos? Because he's not a, he's not a psychic. Well, I, he's not a psychic." Well, to, well, hold on though. To be fair, on for me, I knew there were rhinos before he picked them. So, I mean, I, well, look, he had, I'm just he saying. Had weigh, he had uh, also he had to weigh the pros and cons. There were certain, there were certain uh, well, negotiating on, factors. The, the criticism, the criticism I had. For Barr and for Bolton, and there were a couple other. Those are the two main ones. Was because I know their background. I know who they are, and I know what they're going to do. And I know they didn't like Trump. They hated him, and that's why their relationship dissolved right in front of us. But it's all beyond all that. It doesn't. All the well, established hated them. Special interest groups dictate who you put into place. That happens time and time again with every president. Reagan did it. Clinton did it. They all do it. So this happens. But the fact of the matter is, we're talking about this election in 2020. Donald Trump got screwed. We got screwed. And we have to figure out how to stop it a second time around. And I'll tell you the next thing, man. Every time Donald Trump goes out there and does a rally, I love it because, uh, you know, I miss him. I miss pro-America. I miss the great leader that we had and to see what's going on now it's you know i'm like and i think you said it first failed elect i mean um rigged elections have consequences yes this is absolutely this was a rigged election i don't care if they dictate us and call us and say we're terrorists because we <laughs> second guess the election results yeah. these people are sick cv you can't sick. N- nowadays you're a terrorist if you question the policies of the left how does that work and I'm going to say one more thing. You know who's screwed? Everybody who is culpable of the 2020 steal, you're all screwed because the truth is coming for you. And it's a freight train that it's not going to stop. And we're, and it's unrelenting. It's coming for you. Chug, chug. Chug, <laughs> chug, pickles. We're coming. And, you know, we are coming back. Last topic of the day. I know that Paul Sutliff talked a little bit about this. We're going to explain what the organization is that Joe Biden dismantled that took care of refugees coming in mainly from the Middle East and Afghanistan and how this that he signed in place and took away 
made it easier for terrorists to come on into the shores of Europe and the United States of America. Don't go anywhere, Freedom on Deck. 949 Newtown, stimulating tech. She don't like the jokes I make. She don't like the drugs I take. She don't like the friends I got. She don't like my friends a lot. She don't like the clothes I wear. She don't like the way I stand. She don't like the tales I tell. Stimulating talk. Mean Chet, Martin, C.V. Burton, the fearless one himself. It is fair to uh, tell you, and I think we mentioned this last week, that Brian is moving out of New York. He will still be doing the show. He has a lot of work to do with his family right now, so that's why he's absent. I'm thinking and I'm hoping that he can come on next week to at least maybe do a segment. I know he's in the process of closing on a house that he purchased, and uh, and it'll be out of New York. He's very lucky. I am very, very jealous of the man. But um, hopefully, you know, we can get him on, and best of luck to all that. So everything next, ye- next week will be the sixth year of Freedom on Deck. We're going to be talking a lot about the memories on 9-11, and that's all going to be there, too. That's a 20-year anniversary. These things are... Um, are important to us, they're important to our listeners, and they're important to the history of the United States of America. And certainly, we want the children to know their history. And not all white people are bad. All right? (laughs) (laughs) All right, so listen, this is what we kind of talked about a little bit with Paul Sutliff. The Biden administration moved in June to dismantle a system designed to protect American citizens trapped abroad just months before the Taliban took over Afghanistan, stranding thousands of Americans in the Central Asian country. Fox News obtained the June 11th memo sent around the State Department, which gave the green light on the discontinuation of the establishment and termination of the contingency and crisis response bureau. The sensitive, unclassified memo was signed by Deputy Secretary of State Brian McKeon. Now, when we tell you months before the Taliban took over and American citizens trapped abroad to protect them. Now, you can read more into this and there's other articles you can look forward to. The way they protected these Americans was exposing the terrorists. So they had a lot of information on these people that wanted to come into the United States of America. It was Donald J. Trump that set this up in the pretense of saying we are going to be leaving when things settle down and we can. Not the way Joe Biden did it. But what happened was all these terrorist names and all these uh, evildoers that were on these lists got scrapped just like the the, uh, organization was scrapped. And, and, and the crisis report was, was scrapped. These had the names and identities of terrorists that would probably or are probably coming in to the United States of America right now, CV. Yeah, and I just want to send a message to all you people with arrested development. CCR stands for Contingency and Crisis Response 
Bureau, not Creedence Clearwater Revival, okay? <laughs> so grow Sorry. grow up, okay? And <laughs> but it, this this just shows how childish what uh, uh, how the Biden administration has arrested development. They think to do everything the opposite of a Trump policy is supposed to be good. Well, it's coming back to bite them on the ass, isn't it? It's, it's, well, it's if, a childish mentality to just do opposite of everything Trump did. And now it's and now it's uh, coming back to haunt them. And the people are being killed for it as well. It's disgusting. I would also say, CV, that not only did they do this to turn away from a Trump policy, they might want the terrorists here. I mean, yeah, you know, absolutely. I, I yeah, right in time for 9-11. So it's a so it's a double whammy there. So they get you know they get to take down a Trump a Trump policy. The fact that it was state, sent to the State Department and that they sat on their hands and let this go. And maybe there were some people that that pushed back. I don't know. I'm sure we'll find that information out as time goes on. But the bottom line is, when he, when they deconstructed Trump's policy in the the CCR right here, they made us. A, a bigger target for terrorists, and and if we know it, trust me, the terrorists know it too. Yeah, we've got people being flown into the country right now, not getting the proper background check, and obviously, even if they were getting the proper background check, we might not find it because Joe Biden dismantled this CCR CV. There's no background check you could possibly do. What are you supposed to do? Uh, scan their fingerprints and uh, check the date, the database of your. Of a, of a fingerprint to see if uh, if this person is a uh, has terrorist tendencies. That's right. I know. Ridiculous. Honestly, they think they think the American people are so dumb, and most of them are, and that's why they get away with so much crap. And a, a State Department spokesperson told Fox News uh, regarding this that it's important to note that not only would the proposed contingency and crisis response bureau not have introduced any new capabilities to the department it was never fully established in the first place i'll give me a break it's like yes it was it's like they're saying like oh they wouldn't have they wouldn't have helped anyway so we just ended it oh bull crap and any little bit of information helps stop that i mean you know these are the excuses they make it's revisionist every time joe biden pushes through some uh, bill that really has to pass and get the signature on from Barack Obama before. And now he uh, he's made these decisions that we see prior to evacuating Afghanistan. And, and if you're planning on getting us out of Afghanistan, let's say it was done by the right person, you wouldn't get rid of this CCR. It wouldn't make any sense. It, okay, a month before... Just scrap it because any, you know, this information that we held here, and I agree with you, we, we don't know who these people are coming in by and large, but there is some information on what we can expect and look for that was contained in these documents, and now we can't look for it. And it would have been an arm of government that would have independently made decisions to benefit those who were in danger or left behind whether it be a a natural disaster or a man-made disaster, it, it would have been the, the machinery would have been in the works to get them out independently of some moron in office 
who stole the election, who has dementia and doesn't know where he is half the time, trying to micromanage everything on the planet Earth. Give me a break. Yeah, he checks his uh, watch so much to be, <laughs> I could say a dirtbag, but maybe he forgot that he checked his watch uh, two minutes earlier. I, You know, I don't know. He's he not, keeps checking certainly... his watch because he can't tell the time. <laughs> it's time to offend Americans, right, Mr. Biden? Yeah. You know, the, it, it is it is disgusting. We have a lot of Americans that are trapped there right now. There's very little opportunity for them to get out of there. Uh, the you know the airport is taken over. The Taliban controls Afghanistan. They're fighting back and forth with ISIS and ISIS K. Now they uh, yeah. uh, describe new. Oh, that's not, that's another, another BS. Another ISIS. That's another BS narrative. They're all the Taliban. The bottom line is what we have going on right now in Afghanistan. They are killing and raping women and children. They are imprisoning them. They're putting them in burqas. They're treating them like cattle. They are killing Americans, and it's all because of this administration, and it's all because of their weak-wristed policies that they knew was going to create this vacuum. So make no mistake about it, and I want to be perfectly clear with this because I see a lot of people saying that this was botched. It was not botched. They did this for a reason, and most of it is to import all these bastards into our country. That's why. It's not hard to figure out. They lie constantly, covering their tracks, and the reason is they want to bring these people in to uh, make you more insecure, to make you rely on the government more, and the ends justify the means, just like every good leftist says, and just like um, every bad president does. Right. Bottom line. Yeah. CV, every... uh, last words, man. Go for well, it. Well, I believe that Barack Jarrett is in charge, is, is really giving all the orders. And I mean, Valerie Jarrett is uh, Obama's top advisor who still lives with him. And she was born in Iran, so we know where her allegiances lie. He's a, he's a Muslim, all right? Look at his name. You cannot, you cannot be a Muslim and then say, I converted to Christianity without getting your head cut off by the radicals. Sorry. That's well, what I wanted to say. <laughs> no, I, 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 I get it. And I think this is a really trying time for all of us. But if we all come together, we can overcome all this. America is still the greatest country on the face of the earth, and we have to fight for it. I mean, that's the bottom line. You know, it, it just it is what it is. There's no time to be a wallflower right now, folks. So next next week. Freedom on Deck, six years, 9-11 Remembrance, Lee LC, Rocky, other guests. Hopefully, Brian will come on. I'm going to try to get Brian on for a segment or two, even though he's in the process of moving. Uh, we thank you so much for being with us for six years, uh, listening to us every week. All you guys rock. We, we wouldn't do it without you. We couldn't do it without you. And I ho hope everybody has a fantastic week remembering what happened on 9-11 in 2001. We don't forget on this show. We don't forget on this show. And, and we don't forget what you've been doing, Mr. Biden. You will go down in history as the worst president ever. And that's a big feat considering Jimmy Carter and Barack Hussein Obama. CV, next week, my man, it's a big one, and I'll talk to you then. MAGA never forgets.
MAGA never forgets. That's absolutely true. Everybody out there, have a fantastic day. God bless the USA. Mm-hmm.